Well, welcome to Carpool Q&A, where we give you one topic, one conversation, about 15 minutes or so to either start your day or end your day, no matter when you try to listen to it. And so I'm J.D. Wilson, I'm your host, and we've got Becky McKay with us and Tana Ottinger with us, and we're going to talk about uh, something today. Tana, your <laughs> topic, so what are we talking about? Yeah, it's my turn to ask the question. Okay, so the topic for today is this, but what about when I lose it? with my kids again. I so that's what didn't about. hear what you said. Did you? <laughs> Katie's like, oh, please repeat. I froze. I, I just blanked out. JD just went to a stress response. Okay. So shall I restate the Actually, question? Becca. <laughs> Go ahead. I heard what the What about like, when we lose it again? Yeah. So I think this is just an important conversation and, um, yeah, like I, I think I relate to it. I feel like I have to sort of talk myself through this a lot. And it's just such a place of so much, so mm -hmm. much for parents. So I'd love for us to talk about that. I, I'll i just start by acknowledging, I think, you know, for the, there are some of us who are comfortable with failing as parents. And we've kind of learned that rhythm of like repairing and we know that, part of the process, blah, 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 blah. Wow. There's some of us that immediately when we hear this topic, we get defensive or clammy hands or whatever the, whatever that like stress response is when we start talking about our failures and it's hard for us to talk about that. So I want to say like one, it's this conversation is so complex, at least for me, because um, it is seldom that, and I can just speak on our parenting relationship for Elizabeth and I, like it's seldom that one of us loses it without cause, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I, it, it, I don't mean that universal. I know there are some people who lose it without cause, but like what gets so complex, I think, is that a lot of times there's something that is needing to be corrected and some level of uh, pushback that I might deem is unnecessary or too much or whatever that's coming back from a kid. Yeah that escalates it. So what I'm trying to say in a more mature way is, yeah, but they yeah. started it. <laughs> totally. Totally. JD's like, it wasn't my start. Okay. Well, my fault. So I think All that's right, what so makes it complex is that when you're trying to unpack it, sometimes you're like, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have flipped out if he hadn't called me a whatever. Totally. So that's well, I, I love that you went there because I think something I, I think about a lot for myself here for sure is and I don't look, I'm not asking for like a get out of jail free card here. That's yeah. not what's going on either. So I do want to be careful Yeah. that I do think, you know, we're the adults. Like we, we would be good if we could be moving to a place of like being able to stay more regulated in moments like this or stressful moments when I might normally lose it. Right. But I also think like the, and personally, the only way I've been able to like find access to stay more regulated is by understanding what's going on with me. Like why you're right, JD, there is usually some sort of outside triggering event. If you will, something has happened in my circumstances and my situation in the day, in that relationship, which is usually not just that one instance. I'm bringing some history or some sure. hurt or fear or something into the interaction. And then like, I have a nervous system and my nervous system got activated. So what is, oh, y'all. Yeah. 
sorry, I have a child yelling. So I'm going to just hit pause right there and you're going to have to edit that. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Thank you. I've just managed to be a mom for just a second. So I'm back. Um, so I'm thinking about something's happening in my own nervous system. Mm -hmm. So this is where I'm like, I don't want to get out of jail free card necessarily, but I do right. want to look at my own physiological I mean, these are the big words, parasympathetic nervous system reaction of stress. Yep. And, yeah. and maybe that it maybe quote unquote, it shouldn't have been a stressful event. Maybe mm -hmm. you're like, come on, Tana, like it was a little bit of this or a little bit of that. What do you mean your stress response got activated or whatever, but it did for whatever reason, right? Like my capacity, not my, like, not, I'm still a good parent, but like my capacity was, was, um, um, like I didn't have as much capacity in yeah. that moment to stay regulated through that situation. And mm -hmm. there's probably a lot of reasons why. Mm -hmm. So this is where like, when I understand then I don't go into the spiral of shame or right. blame or self-loathing, right. yep. I can stay a little bit above it. Maybe not in the exact moment, but hopefully fairly quickly, I can get back to sort of understanding what was happening? You're right, JD. So something happened outside. Yeah. But why didn't why didn't I internally have the resources at my disposal in that moment to navigate that in a way that like I'm proud of, if you will? Yeah. So, you know, that that's the bigger thing at play is why? Yeah. Why? What what's happening in me that I couldn't I couldn't stay regulated? Mm -hmm. I couldn't respond, you know. I want to mention to Tana on that note, losing it looks different for every single person. And yeah. so when you hear, yeah. I lost it again, what you're imagining is your version of losing it. And that's different for all of us, but we all know that feeling, that feeling of, I lost control. I lost sense of myself. I lost track of who I was talking to. I, I would never intentionally hurt these people that I love so much. Right. But I did. And I think that's a universally yeah. human experience of just, you don't, you know, sometimes you don't know you're going to lose it till after you've lost it. And then immediately right, what yeah. you think, Tana, the shame, the guilt or the yeah. defensiveness. Yeah. Well, if you hadn't, then I wouldn't. Yes. And so I think just recognizing losing it is a human experience. And then your question of why does it happen? Um, sometimes that's easy to answer and sometimes it's hard. So it happens when we don't have that stress capacity window. We don't have capacity yep. to handle whatever's in front of us. And I think, you know, we say this all the time, but you really have to get to know yourself because um, for some of us, just the fact that it is a Monday morning, can be just yeah. enough to send us over the edge because our body is like, I wish it was still the weekend. I don't want to do this for others of us. It's like more complicated. It's like a anniversary of the loss of a loved one or for others of us. It's like this season is way too stinking busy. There's yeah. too many things. If one more person needs a ride to someone's birthday party, I'm going to lose it. Like, so yeah. it's just those little stressors adding up. And then you mentioned that can kick your nervous system offline. And so then it can be big or small. It could be um, directed at the people you love or just in their vicinity. Um, I mean, I don't, oftentimes in my family, 
uh, one of us, you know, there's two of us right now, uh, <laughs> traffic is the thing that causes one of us to lose it the most. Okay. And that's completely outside of our control. And we live somewhere where the driving could be improved. So much. Yeah. It's and so much. it can be like, the day is going fine. We're going to something that we love doing and we're excited yeah. about it. And then, Ooh, we have to spend so much time getting back to the baseline because we lose it. And so I just want to say everyone does it. It looks different for different people. Some of you guys just check out. Some of it's not like you're screaming, yelling, but you're just like, why, why was I not able to stay present with my people? Why did I lose it like lose my sense of being here you know what I mean so it looks different or like a desire to like run or flee yeah. or get out like yeah that need to like get out of here yeah. whatever that pull it could be a a form of losing it right yeah well and- I would love first oh sorry JD go ahead you you go ahead because I think mine's changing topics a little bit well I just I want to talk because I don't want us to take too long but like what are some ways like outside the moment and inside the moment I mean, obviously we need to hit really quickly on repair, like mm-hmm. losing it. Yeah. Like there is a recovery and repair process yes. that's still kind of in the moment. But then I think there's this other question about how do we take care of ourselves? How do we figure out what we need? Yeah. How do we sort of enter into these maybe more stressful times, more ready to respond rather than react? So what, what comes to y'all's mind when y'all think about that? Not to shamelessly plug Cultivate Connection, but like, you know, when we talk about this in the course, it's, well, you guys tell me, cause now I'm, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to mess up the order. Becca. <laughs> Repair, reflect, yeah. readjust. Yeah. Oh, Which I, had those right. I had it right. I should have just gone with yeah, it. Just trust yourself, um, JD. But I, that, that reflection piece. So, yeah. you know, this is not something universal to dads. This is something universal to, to this dad. Like it, I, that was not a, a piece growing up that was, regularly practiced by all of us. And that was nobody's, like, we just were operating with the information we had. Right. So, so for me stopping to think and do some digging on like, well, why did that set me off? Yeah. I'll tell you the other day, I'm, I'm holding a trash bag, like about to go outside and throw it out and an argument ensues. Not even, I'm not even a part of it, but with mom and a kid. And I like, at one point I didn't throw the trash bag. It wasn't like aggressive, but out of, just frustration and knowing it would make some noise. I just dropped the trash bag and I was like, guys, that's enough. And immediately it was like, whoa, what is up? Like, what is your deal? Like, why? And so both both parties stopped and like, what's going on with you? And so, you know, this is like, well, and you're like, what's going on with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't about me. Don't talk about me. Don't then. make this about me. So, you know, totally. and I went out to drop the trash. Like, I mean, I yeah. did, like, I had to spend some time later on thinking like, why did that bother me so bad? And when I talked about it, I realized kind of the link to something deeper that was there. And so it allowed me to then have more clarity and like when I'm repairing, here's, I'm not, I'm not blaming it on my past at all, but I'm saying yeah. here are the reasons this matters to me so much. And I'm talking to that kid about that, right? So that, that it will come up all the time. If you don't stop, and stopping is a very un-American thing to do, right? If we don't stop yeah. and think for a second, like it does not give us the ability to readjust, right? Yes, like I agree, JD. If you don't, if you don't have any insight outside the moment, you yeah. don't have any insight inside the moment. Like you yeah. have to think about it outside the moment because 
when our lids are flipped, as Dan Siegel says, and our brains are sort of offline and we're in that reaction mode, we all know what that feels like. We can, we don't think rationally as human beings. So we have to like process and reflect and consider and be curious and kind. Yeah after we lose it so that we can think about it before we might lose it again. Mm-hmm. And, and then what'll happen is, oh, I, I was tired again, yeah. not an excuse, but then I can readjust my own, my right. own personal practices. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey mom, it might be a good idea just to, to get up 30 minutes earlier to have the whole cup of coffee in you before mm-hmm. the kids wake up little bitty adjustments, I think can go a very long way when we're thinking about setting ourselves up to be more capable of staying regulated, not mm-hmm. perfect, but I'm just like a little bit more ready. Yeah. You well, know, and again, I, to me, as we kind of close out this, this episode, like yeah. to me, that's like, this is the argument for parenting in a connected attachment centered way because if we are able to help our kids compassionately and empathetically and gently in their blowups with each other, and and when they are blowing up, if we're able to stay calm and to have an empathetic view toward where they're at and and to mm-hmm. and to parent through connection with connection in mind, if we're able to do that, then in that moment when you lose it, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe <laughs> there will be a moment where your kids reflect that back to you. Um, and I have, you know, there's been whatever, tens of thousands of mess ups. I've had it once. Like I have had that happen once. Like that is okay. Like we all make mistakes. Like, I, you know, like that. And, and that just is like, I feel like I never have to parent again now because it happened one time. I was like, right. You're like, and I'm done. Bitch, you just ran your victory oh, lap, JD. Like, oh, I'm my inheritance. I'll be right back. <laughs> Becca, what are your closing thoughts on this idea of like getting yourself ready outside the moment or whatever? Like, what are your closing thoughts? My closing thought is hindsight is always 2020. And so just don't waste that chance. Like if you're in a season where you're like, I'm losing it multiple times a day um, and you're hearing this pause for a second. Is there any little shift you could make? Is there any area where you could get some support that you need, where you could take care of yourself in a different way, where you could ask for help? Uh, Lots of people that are our that our listeners are people that are super selfless and they don't ask for help a lot. And so what do you need? Um, I hope, you know, my other closing thought is just as we do, as we just live life in relationship with people, if we can be super quick to forgive and quick to apologize, I think that goes a long way because sometimes as soon as I've said the passive aggressive comment, as soon as it's out of my mouth, as soon as I've, you know, flipped my lid in whatever way that looks, I usually can kind of feel it. But sometimes embarrassment or defensiveness keeps me from just repairing that. Um, And so I think when we can just move towards repair in our relationships, that's such a good model for kids to see. Um, And it's such a good practice to do. So those, those are my two, my two closing thoughts there. My final thought is it's okay to go seek additional outside support. So to piggyback on what Becca said, you know, we, we do need to be mindful and careful and thoughtful about those interactions with our kiddos. So if you are feeling like you cannot make headway on staying regulated, I do think it's probably time to seek some therapy or outside support, that kind of thing. Don't, 
don't think that you, you may not be able to find your way Mm -hmm. through those moments alone. And again, no shame, no blame, like being human is hard. (laughs) It's my closing thought. I appreciate y'all talking about this. And I hope, I hope anybody out there might just feel a little bit more seen and not so alone. Um, if you're listening to this today. So thank you guys. Yeah. Well, for Becca, for Tana, I'm JD, and we'll see you next week on Carpool Q&A.